few thousand years to the time when Jesus suffered greatly for us. We're going to be reading Luke chapters 22 and 23 together. Uh, Peter and I will be. And uh, so we'll just imagine that we're by the Spirit, we're just having new revelation of what took place there as we think of the cross of Jesus and what he did for us. So, <clears throat> going to Luke 22, the plot to kill Jesus. Now the Feast of Unleavened Bread drew near which is called Passover. And the chief priests and scribes sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Then Satan entered Judas, surnamed Iscariot, who was numbered among the twelve. So he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains how he might betray them, betray him to them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money. So he promised and sought opportunity to betray him to them in the absence of the multitude. Jesus and his disciples prepare the Passover. Then came the day of unleavened bread, when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go. Hmm. Talking about that. Go. <laughs> Go. <laughs> go. There you go. Are we good? I think so. It's different than the other sanctuary. I can't hear. When you just need to turn the mic on, right? <laughs> go and prepare the Passover for us that we may eat. So they said to him, Where do you want us to prepare? And he said to them, Behold, when you have entered the city, a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house which he enters. And then you shall say to the master of the house, the teacher says to you, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large furnished upper room there. Make ready. So they went and found it just as he had said to them, and they prepared the Passover. Jesus institutes the Lord's Supper. When the hour had come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. Then he said to them, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it amongst yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This is the cup. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on this table. And truly, the Son of Man goes as it is been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to question among themselves which of them it was 
who would do this thing? The disciples argue about greatness. Now there was also a dispute among them as to which of them should be considered the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors. But not so among you. On the contrary, who, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he who governs as he who serves. For who is greater, he who sits at the table or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet I am among you as the one who serves. But you are those who have continued with me in my trials, and I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my father bestowed one upon me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Jesus predicts Peter's denial. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he said to him, Lord, I I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Then he said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day before you will deny three times that you even know me. Supplies for the road. And he said to them, When I sent you without money, money bag, knapsack, and sandals, did you lack anything? So they said, Nothing. And he said to them, But now, he who has a money bag, let him take it, and likewise a knapsack. And he who has no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. For I say to you that this which is written must still be accomplished in me. And he was, uh, this must still be accomplished in me. And he was numbered with the transgressors. For the things concerning me do have an end. So they said, Lord, look, uh, here are two swords. And he said to them, It is enough. The prayer in the garden. Coming out, he went to the Mount of Olives as he was accustomed, and his disciples also followed him. When he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if if it is your will, Take this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours, be done. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling to the ground. At this time, Pastor Dean and Tim are going to share a song that the Lord gave to, to Pastor Dean, Dean some time ago about this very time in Jesus' life there.
Jesus rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, Why do you sleep? Rise, pray, lest you enter into temptation. Betrayal and arrest in Gethsemane. And while he was still speaking, behold, a multitude, and he who was called Judas one of the twelve, went before them and drew near to Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When those around him saw what was going to happen, they said to him, Lord, shall we, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus answered and said, it, even this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, captains of the temple, and elders who had come to him, 
Have you come out as against a robber with swords and with clubs? When I was with you daily in the temple, you did not try to seize me then. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Peter denies Jesus and weeps bitterly. Having arrested him, they led him and brought him into the high priest's house. But Peter followed at a distance. he sat by the fire, looked intently at him, and said, this, this man was also with him. But he denied him, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And after a little while, another saw him and said, You are also of them. But Peter said, Man, I, I am not. Then after about an hour had passed, another confidently affirmed, saying, Surely this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you were even saying. Immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So Peter went out and wept bitterly. Jesus mocked and beaten. Now the men who held Jesus mocked him and beat him. And having blindfolded him, they struck him on the face and asked him, saying, Prophesy! Who is the one who struck you, huh? And many other things they blasphemously spoke against him. Jesus faces the Sanhedrin. As soon as it was day, the elders of the people, both chief priests and scribes, came together and led him into their council, saying, If you are the Christ, tell us. But he said to them, If I tell you, you will by no means believe, and if I also ask you, you will by no means answer me or let me go. Hereafter, the Son of Man will sit on the right hand of the power of God. Then they all said, Are you then the Son of God? So he said to them, You rightly say that I am. And they said, What further testimony do we need? For we have heard it ourselves, from his own mouth even. Jesus handed over to Pontius Pilate. Then the whole multitude of them arose and led him to Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, we found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to pay taxes to Caesar, saying that he himself is Christ, a king. Then Pilate asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him and said, It is as you say. So Peter said to the chief priests in the crowd, I find no fault in this man. But they were more fierce, saying, he stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee to this place. Jesus faces Herod. When Pilate heard of Galilee, he asked if the man were a Galilean. And as soon as he knew that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at that time. 
Now when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceedingly glad, for he had desired for a long time to see him, because he had heard many things about him, and he hoped to see some miracle done by him. Then he questioned him with many words, but he answered him nothing. And the chief priests and scribes stood and vehemently accused him. Then Herod, with his men of war, treated him with contempt and mocked him, arrayed him in a gorgeous robe, and sent him back to Pilate. That very day, Pilate and Herod became friends with each other, for previously they had been at enmity with each other, taking the place of Barabbas. Then Pilate, when he had called together the chief priests and rulers of the people, said to them, You have brought me this man as one who misleads the people. And indeed, having examined him in your presence, I have found no fault in him uh, concerning these things of which you accuse him. No, neither did Herod, for I sent you back to him. And indeed, nothing deserving of death has been done by him. I will therefore chastise him, but then release him. For it was necessary for him to release one of them at the feast. And they all cried out at once, saying, Away with this man, and release to us Barabbas! Who had been thrown into prison for a certain rebellion made in the city and for murder. Pilate, therefore, wishing to release Jesus again, called out to them. But they shouted, saying, Crucify him! Crucify him! And he said to them the third time, why, what, what evil has he done? I have found no reason for death in him. I will I'll therefore chastise him and then let him go. But they were insistent, demanding with loud voices that he be crucified. And the voices of these men and of the chief priests prevailed. So Pilate gave sentence that it should be as they requested. And he released to them the one they requested for who for rebellion and murder had been thrown into prison, but he delivered Jesus to their will. The king on a cross. Now as they led him away, they laid hold of a certain man, Simon of Cyrenian, a Cyrenian who was coming from the country, and on him they laid the cross that he might bear it after Jesus. And a great multitude of people followed him, and women who also mourned and lamented him. But Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For indeed the days are coming in which they will say, Blessed are the barren, wombs that never bore, and breasts which never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the, the mountains, Fall upon us, and to the hills cover us. For if they do these things in the greenwood, what will be done in the dry? There were also two others, criminals, led with him to be put to death. And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they... No, not what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. And the people 
stood looking on. But even the rulers with them sneered, saying, Saved others. Let him save himself if he is this Christ, the chosen of God. The soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. And an inscription also was written over him in letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. Then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing that you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward for, for our deeds. But, but this man, this man has done nothing wrong. And then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. Jesus dies on the cross. Now it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. Then the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was torn in two. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. So when the centurion saw what had happened... He glorified God, saying, Certainly this was a righteous man. And the whole crowd who came together to that site, seeing what had been done, beat their breasts and returned. But all these acquaintances and the women who followed him from Galilee stood at a distance watching these things. Jesus buried in Joseph's tomb. Now behold, there was a man named Joseph, a council member, a good and just man. He had not consented to their decision and deed. He was from Arimathea, a city of the Jews, who himself was also waiting for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down, wrapped it in linen, and laid it in a tomb that was hewn out of the rock, where no one had ever lain before. That day was the preparation, and the Sabbath drew near. And the women who had come with him from Galilee followed after, and they observed the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and fragrant oils, and they rested on the Sabbath according to the commandment. This time before we receive communion together, and by the way, I want to invite anyone that's a, maybe visiting tonight and is a believer to partake with us. But uh, what took place on the cross 
all those years ago, what Jesus went through, the stripes he bore, the suffering he partook of, what he took upon himself, surely he bore all these things for us. And uh, we have a current, just a new testimony that Arliss is going to share with us here. She's got the shades on tonight because she had some eye surgery done. But we're going to have her share about a healing in her body. Yeah, you can stay right there. That's good. Well, if you were here um, about three Sundays ago, you'll remember Joyce and George Cook were here. And at the end of the service, he testified of seeing three people raised back to life from being dead. And they opened the altar for prayer, and I hurried over here to be the first one because two months ago, I was diagnosed with uh, melanoma cancer. Two spots appeared on the bottom of my foot. I'd had cancer a little over two years before where they cut out my heel. And so this was a new reoccurrence, and they biopsied it and told me it was melanoma, which we know is not a good thing to have. Anyway, I, I just glorify God tonight because Sunday, God healed me. That Sunday, his presence was so strong up here. Pastor Steve and George were praying for me, and um, uh, if you were here, I was uh, sitting in a chair for a while and just absorbing God's presence. And Pastor Steve said to me, just stay there, Arliss, and receive, and I did. And I knew when I got up from that chair, I knew I was healed. Now, <clears throat> Monday of this week, I went and had a PET scan. And the PET scan, they inject radiation into your blood system. And they put you through a scanner. And um, my report came yesterday morning at 730 and the doctor said, there is no cancer in your body. There is no cancer in your foot. The melanoma is gone. And I just, I danced in my house. I <laughs> shouted. Maribel and I were so joyful. We praised the Lord. And then I started calling everybody I could think of to tell them the news that God has done this right now, today. I stand healed of cancer. And what he'll do for me, he'll do for you. Even if you've been waiting for years and years, expect miracles. They're here. That's all because of the wonderful cross, as we sang tonight. And but Jesus bore for us it, none of his benefits who forgives all our iniquities who heals all of our diseases and as we partake of communion tonight you receive healing in your body tonight for whatever it might be surely 
He bore our sicknesses and carried our pains. So we'll ask those that are going to pass out the, the elements to do that now. Hallelujah. We are so thankful, Lord, for what you've done for us. And we are going to receive tonight. If anyone has been under condemnation, as you partake tonight, be freed. That's not the place for us to be under condemnation. That's not where the Lord wants us to be. He took the condemnation. He was condemned for us. And the truth is, on that cross, on Calvary, we, the Bible tells us that we died with him there. We died with him. I mean, the, the punishment was paid. Jesus paid it all. We owe everything to him. He paid it all, the whole price. And tonight as we partake of communion, we are celebrating that fact. Sometimes we say we celebrate the Lord's Supper, or we celebrate communion. And the thing is, when we do that, we are proclaiming the Lord's death anew. Until he comes again, he told us to do this. Jesus instituted this. He started it that night of the Passover. He began it. And he says this, the bread represents his body and the wine or grape juice, it represents his blood. And tonight as we partake of that bread, we just receive wholeness in every cell of our body, that piece of bread that we eat, it's going to reach every cell of our body. And we believe that the power of the cross, oh yeah, the power of the cross is going to touch and make whole. These are not just empty words. This is the truth. By his stripes we are healed surely he bore our sicknesses and carried our pains say that surely he bore our sicknesses and carried our pains let's put my in there surely he bore my sicknesses and carried my pains all your sins are remitted they're deleted. They're wiped out. Everything that's against you is taken care of. There is now no longer condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord, tonight as we partake. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we give you thanks, Lord. You are so wonderful. You are so wonderful, and we love you. 
Oh, we do look forward to a few days from now to Easter morning when we come together to celebrate your resurrection. Thank you for the cross, but we know that would be meaningless without your resurrection. So we look forward to that so much. In Jesus' name. Amen. I have a few announcements here tonight. Uh, one, there is a Good Friday service, a community Good Friday service at the Bemidji Armory at 6 o'clock on Friday evening. And uh, did we get enough folks for helping with altar ministry, Tim, or do we still need some? So if you're able to help with altar ministry after that service, talk to Tim. Thank you, Tim. And thank you, worship team, too, Tim and Kathy and team and everybody, those guys back there. Good job. Then, yes, Sunday morning, 9 to 10, we're having breakfast. Dane actually is going to lead the way with the men, so he's in the booth there. If you're a guy and you would like information about that, when to be here and stuff, you could talk to Dane. But that the serving of the meal will be from 9 to 10 o'clock. And then uh, our service, actually, I was going to talk to you about that, Tim. A lot of times, on, Tim is going to, it's kind of neat that Tim and team were here for this night, but then they're going to be able to usher in the resurrection service too, that same team. Um, will be leading us on Sunday. And we... We may, when you practice during breakfast, <laughs> but uh, um, we may start a little bit early because we've done that traditionally. I didn't get to tell you that before, but sometimes there's quite a few here, so we just start singing. Uh, even before 25 after, could be a little earlier than that, just to let you know, too, we might start singing a little earlier than normal. Uh, so that would be like 10, whenever, 10, 15, 10, 20, or whatever, somewhere in there we start to sing. So now, there is coffee and cake, if you'd like to have some after the service here. So God bless you all, and we'll see you on Resurrection Day, Easter Sunday. <laughs>